Hello, hello, my gorgeous, gorgeous souls. I wanted to just jump right into a topic that is so incredibly important to talk about right now, and that is the topic of stress. This has been something that I have to say, even living here in Bali, I have been feeling the effects of stress on our planet right now so severely because of this crazy outbreak with the coronavirus and all of just the unrest and unsettlement of the world right now. And so I just, as you know, as your love coach, as your role model here of what it takes to be able to really relax into love with relationships, but also just with yourself, I really want to speak to this and speak to this concept of stress and give you actionable tools that you can use to start really relaxing and de-stressing yourself. So the first thing that I really want to kind of speak to is how do you know when you're stressed? And it's, it's beautiful that we're getting to talk about this because this is actually something I have been studying and researching for so, so long and was actually the, the main core component of what I did when I was working at Uber on the people development team in San Francisco. Was that I was building out stress management programs and stress is a real thing, right? And there are two types of stress. There is eustress and then there is distress. Eustress is actually a really beautiful type of stress. And this is when we are actually able to use that kind of little bit of extra energy and kind of fight or flight feeling to propel us forward into starting that new job or asking someone out on a date or, you know, kind of those little momentum movements to kind of get you outside of your comfort zone. But then there's the other type of stress and that is the distress. And when we allow ourselves to get caught up in the distress, that's when things can really start to eat away our confidence and our feeling of stability and all of just like sucking out all of the emotions from our being, right? And I can sense right now, you know, because there is so much just uncertainty and anxiety and fear coming through with the world and kind of the start to 2020, you know, there is a lot of distress that is kind of an undergoing current on the day-to-day. -day. And although you may or may not be feeling the effects of it on the day-to-day, -day, it is just kind of there, right? Is this unease, this unrest. And I wanna speak to that and speak to this energy so that we can be very, very cognizant and aware of how we're actually showing up on the day-to-day -day and how we're allowing it to affect us. Because if we're not aware of how it affects us, it can really start to shift and damage how we're thinking about ourselves, how we're showing up with our, with our loved ones, and how we're really able to move forward in where we want to go with our life, right? So let's really kind of break down like first the understandings of like, what does it look like when you are feeling stress? And what is that underlying distress feeling, right? It shows up differently for everybody. For some people, it shows up as wanting to just like dig a hole and die or <laughs> dig a hole and just like run away from the world and just pretend like everything's just non-existing. For other people, you know, you want to maybe cover it with some sort of band-aid or crutch like alcohol or drugs or sex or food, right? For other people, yeah, it's, it's really diving into just kind of excessively compulsive behaviors. So the first thing I want to say is if if you are experiencing any of these things, there is absolutely no judgment. And I really want you to release the judgment that you have from yourself as well, because we are usually our worst, biggest critics here in this case. So just it's about really coming into it from a place of awareness and just recognizing what's really happening, what's really going on here. Instead of saying, oh my God, I just can't stop stuffing my face. I must be so stressed and I just, God, I'm such a shitty person. And then going into that downward spiral, 
This is about really just taking a second to say, okay, wow, I'm noticing some compulsive behaviors right now. What, do we, what is this really indicating and showing, right? And just recognizing maybe I'm feeling stressed in this moment. So first I want you to just take some time to really recognize how is stress showing up for me in my psyche and in the, my actions and how I'm, I'm performing and, and acting in the world? Am I lashing out at people? Am I getting very easily overwhelmed? Am I getting irritated or irritable, right? These are all signs that you may be feeling some intense stress. Then the second thing is about really checking in with your body. You know, how does your body feel? Is there anywhere in your body that feels really constricted or heavy? or feeling like there's a big weight on your shoulders or pressure in your head or constriction in your heart or maybe butterflies or just, you know, kind of penis in your belly. These are also indicators that you are experiencing stress. And so just really, once again, from a place of curiosity and understanding, just start to be aware and just start to notice, how is my body feeling? really checking in with your body and not making it a bad thing and this horrible thing that is just taking over, right? Because that just adds to the stress. It's not helping anything. This is just about really just starting to come to it with a place of understanding and awareness and really recognizing, okay, where is this coming from, right? Where is this coming from and how is it manifesting in my body and in my psyche? And once you're able to really bring awareness to that, there's actually 10 steps that I want you to really practice and do to help get you back on track. And I've actually spelled these out and I'm going to talk through each one. So the first one is making sure that you're getting enough sleep and getting good sleep. Sleep is one of these things that if we're not getting a good seven to eight hours of sleep a night, we are actually operating at a disconnect. And we, we naturally just feel more disconnected from our bodies and from our minds and from our hearts because we're, we're operating from a place of lack. And when we're operating from a place of lack, it just makes everything feel so much more stressful and more heavy and more intense, right? Think about babies. When babies haven't gotten enough sleep, they are crying all the time, right? Well, adults aren't any different. We just handle our crying in different ways. So first, just check in. Am I getting enough sleep? And if you're not, what can you start to do and what can you rearrange in your schedule to start making more space so that you can take some naps or get better sleep, right? Cutting off phone usage and screens before bed, trying to unwind a little bit earlier in the evening, maybe, you know, rearranging when you do things in the morning so that you can be sleeping in a little bit later. Think about how can I really start taking more actions to provide more space for sleep. Then the second thing is hydration making sure that you're staying hydrated. And I know these are like such basic things, right? You're like, I get it. I know how to take care of myself. But these are things we forget and it's important to be reminded of. Having hydration and having that time to replenish your body. We are made up of 85% water, okay? And when we forget to hydrate ourselves because of being stressed and being in other places in our mind, it really just drains our body and it makes us feel more tired. And when we're tired, we can't operate at our best, right? And a lot of tiredness manifests itself in wanting to eat and wanting to drink and wanting to get energy from other things, which then add to the just overall feeling of sluggishness and just not feeling good about ourselves and then the mental psyche. So it's all related, right? And it's all just like builds on itself one after another, after another, after another. So one is sleep, Second one is hydration. Make sure you're hydrating every single day and getting the proper amount of water for your body. 
Then the third thing is exercise and actually moving your body and getting into your body. So I know that when we are feeling really stressed and overwhelmed, the last thing we want to do is like force ourselves to go to the gym. So if you're really like not feeling in that motivated space to go to the gym, that's okay. But just start to see what can I do that would feel okay and what would feel good to me and I can actually get myself to do to really get myself moving a little bit. Because we all know that when we get our endorphins going and we start moving our body, we're literally shifting out stagnant energy that gets stuck in our body. And this is really important when we're feeling stressed because we tend to just stagnate and just sit in it and ruminate in the feelings and the uncomfortableness, right? So do what you can to move your body, get out into nature, and really just immerse yourself in something outside of your everyday normal routine. Then the next thing is gratitude and really coming back home to gratitude, right? Even when things are really, really tough, just finding some things, some silver lining that you can come back to, to remind yourself of how beautiful life still is, even when it feels like it's the shittiest. Really reminding yourself, what can I do right now in this moment to really be feeling grateful for what I have? Because I will promise you there's always someone that has it worse than you. Even in your worst moments, they still have it worse than you. So taking that time to come back to gratitude and listing out five things every day in the morning or in the evening will help to just shift your energy frequency so that you can start feeling a little bit better in that moment about, okay, you know what, things are not as bad as I'm making them seem, or even if they're bad, there's still things that I can be really grateful for and happy for, and it will shift and lift your energy space. Then the next thing is to list out all of your feelings of overwhelm onto a piece of paper. And this is so helpful. I tell you, I've done this myself many times. It's a beautiful tool. List out all the things that are overwhelming you on a piece of paper, just like all this and relationship and this person and like this financial situation and this, you know, this and that and this worry, right? Just, just pour them all out because what you're doing is you're getting it out of your head and you're getting it out onto paper so that it's not swimming around in you anymore. And when you do that, you can actually look at it objectively and see it for what it is and say, okay, I recognize this is not helping me and I'm not enjoying this, but at least it's not carrying around inside of me, right? It's just out here on a piece of paper and now I can take steps to start handling it. And then going from there to start handling it, what you want to do is actually start categorizing and circling the things that are in your control and putting a star next to the things that are not in your control, okay? Or even slashing out the things that are not in your control. And when you do this, you'll start to recognize and see where you can just really release and surrender and where you can really put your focus and energy to start gaining back that feeling of control. Because a lot of stress comes from feeling out of control and not feeling like you have a plan, not feeling like you are able to see and know how things are going to unfold. So when we can start to recognize, okay, these things are in my control and I can start focusing on those things and these things are out of my control. That's the next part is releasing and letting go of the things that are not in your control. And I know that's easier said than done, but the best way to do that is just to go line by line with each of these things and just take a big deep breath and just breathe through them one by one and just recognize and talk through why they are not in your control and why it's better to release them and let them go, right? 
And then the next part is about checking in with what is the deeper fear that is really coming through this, right? Because a lot of stress is also running through a feeling of general anxiety and anxiety is run through fear. So what is this fear that is underlying all of this stress? Is it a fear of losing your job? Is it a fear of someone leaving you? Is it a fear of not being able to make enough money, right? Like start checking in on what is this deeper fear that's really running and controlling and dictating this source of stress for me. And then the, the final thing around this is talking to that fear and actually going there in, in your head and, and maybe with a partner that can support you through this, talking through why is this fear not getting to run the show anymore, right? What is it that you can do, even if this fear came true, that shows that you're still safe and that shows that you're gonna be okay even if the worst case scenario happened, right? Go there, stare that fear in the face and move through it and take your power back in that moment. And I promise you, this is gonna be so pivotal for you and so powerful for you to be able to stare that fear in the face and say, you're not in control of me anymore. And I refuse to let you dictate how I feel and how I show up, right? So really just breathing through those fears, staring those fears in the face and talking through why they're not true and taking your power back. And then the last thing is just starting to really come back to trust, come back to trust and to faith and just release everything to the universe and just say, I trust and I surrender to the universe that everything is flowing as it needs to flow and I am supported and I'm safe, right? And I'm going to be okay no matter what. And think about all the people that are in your life that are there to support you. And just also know that you are your biggest support. You are your biggest rock. And think through all the moments in your past when maybe you've also had experiences of struggling with different encounters or different challenges and how you move through that and how resilient and powerful you were in that moment. And just remind yourself that you are a powerful being and that no matter what happens in this moment, you are going to be okay. Ooh, powerful, huh? Really, really, really powerful. And I wanted to leave you these 10 steps to really help you feel like you can get a grasp on your stress and on this feeling of overwhelm and anxiety and anything that you're going through right now that is keeping you from being able to feel relaxed because it's, it's a constant practice, right? And as the founder of Relax Into Love, it is my job to to make sure that I'm communicating these principles of staying relaxed. And it is a constant practice, even for myself, but it's part of the beauty of life. Getting to move through these moments of challenge and resistance and come through the other side even better and even stronger and even more powerful than we were originally, okay? So I'm sending you so much love today and please let me know how this lands for you and if there's anything else that you do that really helped you to release your stress so that I can continue to add on to this for the future and for my ladies. Thanks for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Relax Into Love podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, please, I would love for you to write me a heartfelt review. It means so much for the success of this podcast. And honestly, I love hearing what really hits home for your soul and the feedback really, I read every piece of it. So definitely pop me a love note and share this with a friend. Share this with someone who you know could really use this message today. And let's keep spreading the love. Until next time.